This is Scott and uh, I'm Jennifer and we're here today with our light in the darkness broadcast yes the Bible says in Psalm 119 130 at the opening of God's Word light comes forth we all from one time at one time or another will enter into dark places in our lives whether it's dealing with a pandemic or a divorce a loss of a loved one yes. tragedies circumstances or things happen that can cause us to feel as if we're in a dark place. But what we want to do today is to help you to be able to shine light into those dark places in your lives. Yes. So the purpose of the broadcast is to help you do that. And so each broadcast, we're gonna be dealing with specific subject matters that we know is gonna be necessary for you to be effective, yes. to, be, uh, to be able to be successful <coughs> and prosperous, no matter what the situation or what the circumstance is. So, Ms. Jennifer, what are we going to be talking about today? Today, mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about communication. Oh, that's a good one. And that is a, a, a great subject to, you know, a topic to discuss because everybody can do this. Yes. And there are different forms of communication. Yeah. We got the nonverbal, mm -hmm. the verbal, mm -hmm. and we got the visual mm -hmm. and the written communication. Yeah. Okay. And all of those communication is effective if you do it effectively, mm -hmm. right? So um, today, uh, the first topic we, we're going to talk about is being honest. Mm -hmm. Stop lying and tell the truth, <laughs> okay? So we are coming out of the um, scripture, Ephesians 4 and 25, where mm -hmm. it talks about um, your corrupt communication, stop lying, and don't allow that to come out of your mouth, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, sometimes it's a, it, it can be a problem communicating how you feel. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what communication is. Okay. Well, what it, is communication? You know, the way I say communication, first and foremost, communication is necessary in order for us to relate to one another. Right. God created us to be relational. He said in Genesis chapter 2, he said, it's not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So when God created mankind, he created him to be a social being. But in order for us to connect with one another, we have to be able to communicate. Communication helps us to get to know and understand another person. So as we are expressing ourselves, we're expressing ourselves oftentimes, as Ms. Jennifer said, using one of the four ways either through verbal or nonverbal communication, through visual or through written communication, but we're conveying a message. We're giving people information. Right. Sometimes we communicate because we want to get something accomplished. Sometimes we communicate because we're expressing our thoughts and our feelings and our emotions. So there are various reasons for communication. But bottom line is communication is how we express ourselves to someone else yes. so that we can be heard and understood. Right. And Healthy relationships are necessary so that we, when we communicate so that we can be heard and understood, it enables us to connect because the word relate means to connect. Right. So when we communicate effectively, then we connect effectively. So we relate more to people that we can communicate and understand with than people that we don't. Okay. So, you know, 
that's a very important because, you know, we want to connect. You said a key word. Mm -hmm. You want to connect. We uh, convey our feelings and our emotions mm -hmm. through communication. Right. We convey through the, you know, the communication when we're talking to our parents, mm -hmm. we're talking to our loved ones, our children, our re relatives, mm -hmm. and our coworkers. Exactly. And so on. So we want to be able to effectively do that. And, the, you know, we have four rules. Mm -hmm. But the first two rules we're going to do in this episode, right? Okay. Okay, the yeah, first two. The first one is stop lying and telling the truth. Okay. Telling, that's a good one. Being right? open and, telling and honest the truth. with each other. Yes. <laughs> being open and honest is what we want and we expect from each other. Mm -hmm. So that our expect expectations can be clarified. Mm -hmm. We can be clear and all the problems that we have can be resolved mm -hmm. when we communicate effectively right what do you think is the reason why even in communication where we want to connect with someone why do you think people oftentimes avoid being open honest or transparent when they communicate well I think that you know a lot of times they have fear mm -hmm. they fear uh, of, of what the other person may perceive of them mm -hmm. um, and they may fear that they might not like them Mm -hmm. or agree with them as to what they may be uh, conveying. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, we have to, you know, look inside ourselves and say, hey, what's more important? Is it more important to be honest or is it important to tell a lie and then later the truth has come out mm -hmm. and then we have all kinds of problems? Okay. So if we start out with telling the truth first, then we can, you know, resolve all of the problems that can, you know, uh, come behind it yeah. if we lie. And especially, you know, in uh, intimate relationships like marriage relationship and close family relationships, you know, it's right. oftentimes, even from a child, we learned that we can lie to our parents mm -hmm. and they won't know something that right. we've gotten into. We can get in some Absolutely. kind of mishap, <laughs> some kind of trouble, and they'll say, well, hey, who did that? And we'll say, well, we don't know. Uh, did you do that? Did you take this cake or did you go in the refrigerator and get that? No, I didn't. And right. we start lying, right. trying to cover up because we're fearing what? We punishment. Yeah, we're fearing the punishment <laughs> or the end results of it. Yeah. So a lot of time lying is designed to just what? To just to keep us from getting in trouble or punishment. But like you said, what we should do is consider on the front end the consequences. Right. So that we don't then have to do what? We don't have to lie to try to cover it up. Right, right. And, you know, even in conversation, people can, you know, make up stories about themselves to make people look, make themselves look good. Sure, yeah. And, and sometimes they're in, you know, not honest mm -hmm. in communicating about themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and even when there's something going on wrong mm -hmm. with themselves, mm -hmm. you know, the most likely, if you ask a person, um, how are you doing today? Mm -hmm. And they'll say, I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> when all actuality, they're not doing okay. Yeah. And then they uh, want to tell the untruth, right? Mm -hmm. they're, they'll say, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. When they're not okay. Yeah. And uh, we look at that and, you know, and say, hey, if they're saying that, then, hey, we back off. Mm -hmm. And then uh, in, in, in looking at it again, we look at it as if the person is telling us they're fine and okay. Mm -hmm. That means they're putting their guard up. Mm 
-hmm. They're not wanting to tell you what's really going on. Yeah. And we have that a lot in conversation and you know the clientele that we deal with each yeah. other. And a lot of times people don't express how they feel in a, in a given moment because they don't even know. They're not really aware of what they're feeling. So somebody, you know, you walk into the office, how's your day going today? And it's easy to say, well, great, mm -hmm. versus saying, you know what, I'm feeling a little sad or a little depressed. Right. Oftentimes we're having feelings and emotions that we're processing, but what we're really not doing is what? We're not getting in tune or in touch with those feelings and emotions. Mm -hmm. So it's difficult to express how we feel in words if we're not in tune with how we're feeling. So oftentimes, sometimes it's not necessarily a cover-up. It's just, I'm not aware of what I'm feeling. And if they will stop and think and say, well, how am I really feeling? Then I think sometimes they could be more transparent. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> if they are, you know, just stop and think about it. You know, what is it, you know, and ask some questions. Is this really relevant mm -hmm. for right now? Mm -hmm. Is it gonna be okay if I tell this, you know, truth. Mm -hmm. uh, how is it going to affect me yeah. if I don't, you know, share? Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to be careful who you share it with. Yeah, Okay? True. Because you can't trust everybody with your special, especially with, um, you know, information that that is, you know, uh, sacred to you or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, that you need to share it with somebody that's yeah. going to understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Not someone that's going to say, hey, you know, give you a ne negative feedback. Right. Um, and not to help you through the process. So, Well, you know. yeah, uh, true. Again, true. Uh, because you want to communicate with somebody, especially if you're dealing with something. Mm -hmm. You want to communicate with somebody that you can share your confidential things with that you don't feel like they will expose them to someone else. Because oftentimes we don't express our feelings our thoughts and our emotions mm -hmm. or the things that are going on in our lives. Because what we don't do is we don't want people to judge us or, we, or like you said earlier, we don't want, we worry about, well, what are they gonna think about me? Mm -hmm. Or how they gonna see me if I tell them I'm dealing with this or I'm dealing with that. So oftentimes we think we're gonna be prejudged by other people, but everyone should have someone that they can confide in, that they can right. open up and talk to and be transparent with, open and honest with so they can express their feelings and emotions and not feel like they should be judged. And I always call that a best friend. A best friend is someone right. that will allow you to be who you are. Right. And you can express what's going on inside of you. And they can be there sometimes because you're just looking for a sounding board. You may just want to vent. Yes. Sometimes you're sharing some things and you're trying to get clarity in something. Sometimes you need help or direction. So there are a lot of reasons for communicating. Yes. But you don't want to open up to just any and everybody because right. Some people, as you say, are just not going to be positive. They're going to be more negative, and they won't be able to be effective in that communication. That's so true. And let's just go back to, you know, when you was talking about when you were a little kid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when we are kids, you know, we, and, you know, and parents, and that's where we're learning how to tell the truth. <laughs> or lie. Or lie, <laughs> right? And um, so we get caught in an act of you know, taking cookies without asking mom or, mm -hmm. you know, doing things or leaving the house and she wasn't there, but <laughs> she told us to stay home. <laughs> then um, when she come home and asked what you did today, of course, you're going to tell her you did everything she, <laughs> she <laughs> expected you to do. Um, but learning when you're younger, it's like, okay, I can get away. Mm -hmm. I can test 
my limits. Mm -hmm. I can test where I'm going. And then when we learn that when mom and dad finds out, we either get punished, we get things taken away from us, mm -hmm. and then we suffer the consequences behind us. And then we, when it happened again, we think twice. We're going to think <laughs> about telling the truth. So, you know, when we, when we are confronted again, then we're more prone to be honest. And it helps and pays to be honest yeah. from the start. Yeah. Right? But again, sometimes you don't <laughs> want to get that punishment by being honest, because honesty can cause consequences <laughs> that you say, I can avoid by lying. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I know some, you know, from some kids, they are, when, if you can think about when you were, you know, um, even in an audience, you can think about how you test your limits, how you lied and you lied and you lied. <laughs> And some of those lies work for you because you got away with it. Mm -hmm. But do we, do we ever get away with anything? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> sometimes. If I avoid the consequences, I may get away with the immediate, but there may be long-term effects to the lying because I end up developing a pattern of behavior, mm -hmm. pattern for lying. And of course, then of course that's detrimental, which is the first rule that we're talking about, which right. is stop the lying and just speaking the truth because when we lie it not only affects us right. it can affect other people that are in association with us and so we have to be you know cognizant of the fact that you know that when the bible says stop lying and speak the truth there's a reason for doing that because it goes on in that same scripture that because we are neighbors one of another in other words we are connected with one another so if i say something that's inappropriate i may just think hey i'm just lying it's just affecting me but it could affect someone else. It could affect, you know, uh, right. one of my siblings. It could affect my mom and dad if I did something I didn't really tell them the truth. Mm -hmm. And then when they find out later, it could have been maybe avoided if I just told the truth on the front end. So if we're going to err, I think we should err on the side of telling the truth. Right. And as you said, deal with the consequences <laughs> and go from there. Yeah. And I like to, uh, you know, kind of piggyback on what you just said. If we're going to lie, it can affect others. Mm -hmm. Because we don't think about what happens when we tell a lie in affecting others, right. you know? So, <clears throat> say for instance, I was caught doing something, mm -hmm. but m my mom had my oldest brother watching me, mm -hmm. okay? So then, <clears throat> I was caught doing something, I lied about it. So, then the lie becomes, okay, I'm gonna let you get away, but it goes to my, my sibling, you should have been watching it. Mm -hmm. And that person get punished <laughs> because of the lie that I just told it yeah. and got away with. Yeah. And so that's how it affects others, others when we don't come out and convey the truth when, yeah. it, when it happens. Okay. You said there were four laws. Okay. We just talked about one. What's okay, the, so the, the second? second one, we're gonna go into mm -hmm. keeping things current. Keeping things Let current. go of the past. The past hurts and mm. anger. Mm. That means you keep things current in the right now. Okay, um, the Bible tells us to um, not allow the sun to go down on our wrath, mm -hmm. on our anger, and all the things that we feel that is negative towards you not keeping things in the present right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people think about, you know, don't go to bed before, um, you know, you resolve issues, and mm -hmm. that's true. Mm -hmm. It's helpful mm -hmm. to not go to bed and not allow it, but you don't want to go to bed 
and have all this animosity on the inside of you because when you wake up, I share it with people, when you wake up the next day, it turns into something else mm -hmm. when you get up in the morning. It turns into, okay, it may be an issue you had with your husband or your wife, mm -hmm. and it turns into something like, I'm not cooking breakfast for him in the morning. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing his laundry. I'm not even going to call him and tell him where I'm at. Going to be, you know, if you got that type of relationship to mm -hmm. where you used to, you know, conveying and communicating mm -hmm. with them as to where your whereabouts and stuff. So keeping things current, that means that when you actually have an issue mm -hmm. or have a disagreement, resolve it. Seek to resolve it. Yeah. Yeah, at that present moment. Anger comes in and I you know, we always teach our clients in counseling that anger is a secondary emotion. Mm -hmm. Secondary means it's not a primary emotion. It's experienced after you've been hurt or you felt some kind of pain or you experienced some kind of disappointment. Mm -hmm. So normally when we're holding on to the anger, when we're holding on to the anger, what we're really doing is saying, I've been hurt and I want the other person, the person that hurt me, to feel this pain. So I hold on to it with the thinking that I want them to hurt so I could withdraw or I could become proactive and attack. But what we're looking to do is we want other people to feel our pain. And in reality, in truth, you can't feel my pain if you do something and I experience pain from it. And I harbor that pain because I want you to know how bad you hurt me. Mm -hmm. To hurt you back doesn't make you feel my pain. To yeah. hurt you back makes you feel the pain that I cause you. Mm -hmm. But we oftentimes hold on to it. And I think the reason that when Paul was speaking in Scripture and he says, don't let the sun go down while you're still angry, he said when you're holding on to anger, you're really not hurting the person who you're angry with. You're really hurting whom? Yourself. You're really causing yourself pain because mm -hmm. you're going to sleep with all of this hurt, this pain, and it's festering in it and it's causing you problems. And when we hold on to negative feelings and emotions, it not only attacks us mentally and emotionally, but it can attack us physically, it can damage our immune system and cause us to be sick and things. So the reason for us not to hold on to those negative feelings and emotions goes far beyond just, well, they hurt me and I want to, I want to hurt them back. I want them to know how bad they hurt me. Right, right. And that's important because, you know, it can build up, you know, to where you get sick. Mm -hmm. If you're holding on all of these, you know, the anger and the emotions on the inside, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's important for you to just release it right then. Get yeah. resolve, you know, the issue. Come to a resolution. Mm -hmm. um, if you can't come to the resolution right at the moment, I suggest that you actually say stop. You know, let mm -hmm. us stop mm -hmm. right now, and let's just think about it and come back and regroup. Mm -hmm. Come back and resolve that issue if we can't do it right now. Because sometimes when we are angry and we're in our feelings and in emotion, we just want to um, get out what we want to say, get our point across like, you know, Scott was saying, and then it feels so good in the moment because, you know, sometimes it can feel good just to be <laughs> getting your words out and expressing those things out. But if you just stop yourself and stop each other, does someone have to be the bigger person and say, we're gonna stop, can we come back? and communicate when we are actually thinking with a sound mind and, and, and clear in our thinking. So, yeah. 
That's important. Yeah, it is, because if you don't, then what you'll end up doing is the anger can turn into bitterness, mm -hmm. and then bitterness goes into resentment, mm -hmm. and then resentment goes into the big one, unforgiveness. Yes. I'm holding on to unforgiveness. I'm not going to forgive them because of what they've done to me. And a lot of times we get hurt, and many of our hurts and pains we experience, as we know, in early childhood. Mm -hmm. Something a parent says, something a parent did, or a sibling said or did, or something they didn't do that we expect them to do, and we get hurt, and we become angry and bitter, and, un and, and, uh, and the bitterness turns into mm -hmm. resentment. We hold on to that unforgiveness and not wanting to let the person go thinking that we're really punishing the person when we're really punishing ourselves. So a key to resolving anger is a lot of time is to identify the place in your life where you're holding on to the bitterness, the resentment, and the unforgiveness, and simply what? Letting that go. Yes. But forgiveness is a process, and a lot mm -hmm. of time people don't understand what forgiveness is. They just think, you know what, I'm not gonna let that bother me. Right. But when you talk about forgiveness, What's the basis for forgiveness? How does, how does that work? Okay. The basis of forgiveness is for you. Mm -hmm. It's not for the other person. It's releasing that person from you, mm -hmm. from yourself. Mm -hmm. And you're releasing yourself because you're freeing yourself up from all of this animosity that's going on inside of you, how you're feeling, the anger, and all the things that is building up on the inside. So you're freeing yourself and allowing that person to go by forgiving, by forgiving that person of whatever that was done to you. Mm -hmm. so but how, how do you know when you've really forgiven somebody versus saying I've forgiven them and acting as if it didn't happen? Okay. Is there a base, is there a, a, a method that someone can use to say, hey, this is what I can do? I know it's not an A, B, C, one, two, three step right, approach to forgiveness, right. but true forgiveness would take place when we recognize, you know, that what? The Bible says we forgive others because what? We've been forgiven. Yes. And so, <clears throat> you know, a lot of times people think they have forgiven people and they really are not. They just allowed, you know, the pain mm -hmm. or the hurt that came from that. We've kind of allowed that to subside and we're not really experiencing what's going on in the present. So we're thinking we've forgiven until something triggers it and we start to realize, ooh, and you feel that anger and the hurt and the resentment and the bitterness and the unforgiveness all over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we have, to, we have to be honest in saying when we forgive somebody and truly let it go. Yes. But I think a key is when I really I let it go, I don't use it against you. I don't bring right. it back up as right. a negative sort anymore. I can remember what happened, but now it's not causing that ill feelings in me where I really want to retaliate or right. get revenge against that person. Right, and another key of knowing that you have forgiven that person is that when you honestly and sincerely have forgiven someone, when you see that person again, you don't have no ill feelings towards them. Mm -hmm. You have compassion for them. You'll be able to communicate with them and, you know, go on with your life, you know, not mm -hmm. saying that you have to be uh, a friend or have a close relationship with them, but you have that compassion, that same compassion that Jesus, you know, shown towards us, you know. So I think that is an important key. So mm -hmm. when you, you know, the way to get, you know, to um, do an act 
of knowing that you forgive someone. You can either do some of the things here, like um, you can write a letter, mm -hmm. write a letter and express all of your emotions on, on that letter, in that letter. And you, you know, once you finish with the letter, you can either ball it up and put it in the trash can and saying, I forgive this person. Okay. Or you can either mail it out as an act of releasing, not to the person, you can mail it to yourself, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? As an act of releasing all of that animosity and stuff like that. And so when you mail it to yourself and it comes back to you, you can tear it up and say, mm -hmm. I have forgiven, mm -hmm. you know? And that is an, that's another way. Yeah, that's so good. I like that. Yeah, and I, you know, one of the things that, that we like to share with, uh, with our clients, and because of course we are Christian counselors, one of the things we'd like to share with our clients is the word forgive has in it give. So you can really know when you have forgiven, mm -hmm. when you can give to that person again. Because you're saying, when I'm holding on to bitterness and the resentment and the anger and the unforgiveness, I'm normally withholding. But I know I've forgiven when I said I've forgiven you and now I can give. So forgiveness has, has another part. I've forgiven you and now I can give into you. When I've forgiven That's and good. give, then I can see myself now. I'm moving past the pain. And again, as Jennifer said, the forgiveness is for you. It's yes. for us to release and not we're not releasing the other person. And even when we forgive the other person, then that does not mean that when we've forgiven them that they go free. Right. They still have to deal with the consequences of their behavior. Exactly. Oftentimes we think exactly. of, well, if I let them go, then they just get away with this. No, the Bible also talks about sowing and reaping. Yes. So letting, forgiving another person frees you up, but it doesn't alleviate the person for the consequences of the responsibility that they had towards you. So oftentimes we look at, well, I don't want to let them go because then they'll get away with it. No, nobody gets away with anything in God's economy. Yes. And that is a key point, you know, that we need to just keep in mind that if we just forgive, mm -hmm. then we can be free mm -hmm. to go on and live without having that heavy weight upon us, right. you know? Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, that weight can be something else to, to carry. <laughs> it can. But yeah. once we release it and go on, and so, and, and allowing God to heal that area of our life so that we can be successful in our life and mm -hmm. in our everyday living. Mm -hmm. So now we have expressed, we have went over two of the rules of communication that stop lying and telling the truth mm -hmm. and to keep current. I mean, keep, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Don't be angry. Just get ri rid of that anger, resolve it, free yourself release yourself from whatever that is holding you to uh, keeping you to hold that person captive yeah. of what has been done against you. Letting go of the past. And communication is a great key. Mm -hmm. So we're so glad that you were able to tune in with us today and hopefully you'll join us in our second po podcast and where we're talking about the second two rules, okay, of, of communication. So we want to say to you thank you for tuning in again and we're going to end this podcast yeah and so thank you again thank you guys for tuning in 
Hope you've heard something that you can use and apply to your life. Yes. And uh, you know, shoot us a text or email mm -mm. and let us know that you're watching. And if there are any questions that you have, you can also do that. Thank you. Thank bye -bye. you. Bye-bye.